This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Tuesday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us, Steven Strom here. Marlins absolutely take the Toronto Blue Jays to the woodshed. 11-0. What a win it was for the Marlins. As always, for the recap, here is your radio voice in the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, there ain't nothing like home. And tonight, the Miami Marlins just put the clamps, a vicious one, on the Toronto Blue Jays. They have won their 42nd game here in 2023. The Marlins just blasted the Blue Jays 11 to nothing to open up and kick off a seven-game homestand tonight. A ball game tonight that featured Brian Hoeing tossing four shutout that set the stage for just a ton of offense. Luis Arise for the third time in 16 days goes five for five. Another five-hit game for Luis Arise tonight as the Miami Marlins collect their 42nd victory here in 2023 this evening. This is the 10th inning show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Oh, Nelly, where do you start? I mean, it's hard not to start with Arise. We'll get to the pitching because they set the stage. They set the tempo tonight. They were wonderful. But uh, Luis Arise, I just think, kind of leaves you speechless, man. It does because it's just it makes you laugh. And what he's doing is just laughable. He's making it so easy. I don't I, like I said during the game. I, as many players have I that I played with and against, I don't know if I've seen a player make it look as easy as he's making it. Mm. I mean Ichiro or a, I, I played against Tony going to Wade Boggs, you, you know those type of hitters, Bernie Williams, just on down the line. It's like you know everything you're throwing him. Yeah. There's, you know, he hitting balls down, hitting balls up in the zone. You know, it's almost everybody's just like, what, what did Seattle do? I mean, he got 0 for 15. Somebody better study that tape and that alone. Exactly. He goes 0 for 15, and then the next 15, he's 11 for 15. I mean, he's just been that incredible to watch. And it's almost, we said it, teams in close games are just going to have to pick because Solaire's, I mean, he doesn't have the hits and the average, but he's got the power, 21 homers. Who do you who do you pitch to? Who do you pitch around? You know, they're going to have to teams are going to have to pick when the games are close. But watching arise to do what he did, I thought when he got the 378, I'm like, okay, you know, he's going to have an incredible year. Obviously, what is he going to end up as far as batting average? And to be able to get back to the 400 mark, 22 points in three games. That is that is an, that is a very tough task. 22 points in three games he's batting 400 after a five for five performance here tonight uh i mean elsewhere offensively i I don't know if it's hard to kind of pinpoint something tonight because uh the blue jays couldn't do anything to uh, get out of their own way tonight and the marlins offense was terrific they were 10 for 21 with runners in scoring position but i will say early the clutch hitting. Solaire gets you the two-run homer, and then you get an RBI single from Garrett Cooper. Uh, I think in that regard, when the Marlins you know, needed the big hit tonight and something they've needed all season long, they found a way to get it. Yeah, they did, and there's a few guys in this lineup that you're really happy to see hit. And you know Sanchez getting a couple hits. I mean, him getting back. You want to see him 
start hitting the ball the other way. He did hit one down the right field line. That was good to see. Mm -hmm. You know, De La Cruz getting a couple hits after going through his slump and then coming through in that last game against the Nationals, you know, having a two-out RBI. You know, that's really nice. And Birdie, two games in a row that he's gotten three hits. So there's guys in this lineup that you're that you're really happy. Uh, Rise and, and Solaire, I mean, they're doing it. You, you know, they're balling right now. And, uh, you know, Rise has been doing it the whole year. But there's some guys in the lineup that have gone through some slumps. And you just don't want to see the top two or top three guys keep coming through. You want that yeah. whole lineup. You want the bottom half to come through as well. And they're doing that again. You know, they had a really nice game yesterday, sweeping the Nationals, and then to jump out and beat the Blue Jays in game one here of a three-game set. It's been incredible. Uh, important to touch on the pitching tonight as well, and it started with Brian Hoeing. You know, the opener bullpen-type games can go off the rails in a hurry, and if it doesn't work, it can screw you up for a while. Uh, Skip pressed all the right buttons here tonight. Hoeing was fabulous. I wish... There was a rule that he can get a win after four shutout. He can't. Brazobon gets it, but terrific job on the mound. Yeah, I would agree. You know, 54 pitches, you really didn't know what you are going to get. His last outing, he only threw 34, so as far as extending him, and he's been so good out of the bullpen, a 1-5 ERA, and you compared to a 6 as a starter. Now, how was that mental part going to click, click in with him? Was he going to think of this as a start? You know, going back to those times where, all you know, maybe the, the – the gerbil wheel in his head starts yeah. spinning a little too much. He starts thinking about it, but he didn't. You know, he took this almost like a relief appearance that, hey, this is the middle innings instead of the first inning. He set the tone. You know, he did a really nice job. The starters usually set the tone for the game. Look at the opposing side. You know, Jose Barrios, as good as he is, as good as he's been all year, you know, the tone wasn't there. He gave up five and four innings and threw 100 pitches. On the other side, the Marlins did outstanding. Again, the bullpen came up large. Let me ask you this, and I'm thinking about this. You kill Hoeing for four days, let him pitch on four days of rest on Saturday. Is he your starting pitcher on Saturday? You could, easily, he, you could easily do that. Because you've got Brazobon now, and Hoeing's kind of serving as now the fifth guy in the rotation. Right. I mean, you just extended him to 54, so maybe you get 75 out of him. And he's down time. for how many days after 54 pitches? Well, Two or three? He's going to be down probably at least till Friday. Okay, so in that case, he's starting Saturday. Probably. I mean, it all yeah. depends on, I don't know wh who they have on the, you know, what's Cueto up to. Is right. Is he a guy that uh, But this all of a sudden, back? the way that this went tonight yes. seems like a very viable option now. Like, ooh, this is, this, that was, that well, was good. it is because it puts that in your head that, hey, you know, fastball was electric, had a good breaking ball. Uh, he was able to command both sides of the plate with that good sinker. Nothing seemed to phase him. He was pitching against a, a very good lineup. I mean, the Blue Jays don't mm -hmm. have a, a, a that's a tough lineup over there. Even though they're struggling a little bit, they have some hitters in that lineup. And he carved them up a little bit. Didn't walk a guy, struck out five. I mean, I, you know, he could very, very easily be that guy on Saturday. Ah, oh, man, that was fun, Nelly. And uh, arrive home safely, and I'll see you. At, yeah, you now know, they have a chance to win a series, and that's all, what, that's all what it's all about, win series. Just keep on rolling. Marlins 42-31 and 31 this season. That's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's listen to the highlights from this ballgame tonight. Jose Barrios was good through two, and then it unraveled. Luis Arise singled to lead off the bottom of the third. It was second hit of the ballgame, and then sauntering to the plate was Jorge Soler. Arise is at first, and the 2-0 offering. Swung on, hit, belted, high and deep, left center field. On the run, Kiermaier looking up. She is out of here. Jorge Soler, number 21. Marlins lead 2-0 here in the third. You called it before we went on. 
And then it would only unravel from there after a line out by Brian De La Cruz. Jesus Sanchez double. That set the table for Garrett Cooper. 3-2 pitch is hit on a line left field. Got to get down for a base hit for Coop. Sanchez hits the bag at third. Ball is bobbled in left field. Sanchez touches home plate. It's 3-0 Miami here in the third. Garrett Cooper with an RBI single. So three runs in the third. Marlins would get two more in the fourth. The first coming courtesy of Jorge Soler, who came to the plate with the bases loaded and nobody out. We're about to find out. Count is full to Soler. Barrios has nowhere to put him. Nobody out. And the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air. Center field. Backing up is Kiermeyer. He's there to make the catch. Tagging from third is Stallings. Throw comes in towards third. Stallings is safe at the plate. It's a sack fly for Jorge Soler. The Marlins have a 4-0 lead here in the fourth. That is a very, very productive at-bat. And then after a single by Brian De La Cruz, it was Jesus Sanchez's turn. To stay on that slider. Ground ball hit softly towards first. Guerrero's got it. He'll step on the bag. No other play. It's a fielder's choice RBI for Jesus Sanchez. Crossing home plate and scoring is Jonathan Davis. And now the Marlins have a 5-0 lead. It was 5-0 after 4. It would stay that way until the 7th. As noted, however, Nelly and I chatting about it. Brian Hoeing, incredible, went the first four. Brazoban went two, shutout. That got the Marlins through six tonight. JT Shagwa got the seventh. It was a 5-0 ball game going to the bottom of the seventh inning here at Lone Depot Park tonight. Nate Pearson was the pitcher for the Blue Jays in the bottom of the seventh. He allowed a leadoff double to Jesus Sanchez, a single to Garrett Cooper, and then it was Joey Wendell's turn. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Wendell swings, ground ball hit back up the middle and a base hit. Miami's got a 6-0 lead. Joey Wendell gets off the schneid. An RBI single here in the bottom of the seventh. Scoring is Jesus Sanchez. And then after Wendell, it was John Bernie's turn. Here's a shot towards the gap, right center field. A base knock for John Birdie. Rounding third, headed towards the plate, Garrett Cooper. He'll touch home at 7-0. So the birdie RBI single, certainly productive. Stallings then walked, and after Jonathan Davis struck out, Luis Arise was trying to make it a four for four night. He's already got four games this season and more than four hits. This is his fifth one tonight. Can he go five for five again? Here's the one-two pitch. Here's the swing of the line drive. Fair ball down the left field line. He's done it again. He is incredible. Two runs are going to score. The Marlins lead 9 to nothing. Luis Arise for the third time in 16 days, just a little over two weeks, has his third five-hit game. This dude is nuts. He's unconscious. He is so much fun to watch. Luis Arise uh, almost capped off a five-run fifth. Capping it off was Brian De La Cruz. The Marlins scored five runs on six hits in the bottom of the eighth inning. Or, uh, no, bottom of the seventh, I apologize. They would get one more in the bottom of the eighth. Marlins had an 11-0 lead going to the top of the ninth tonight. Archie Bradley worked a scoreless eighth. He allowed a leadoff single to Bo Bichette in the ninth inning. And Vladdy Jr. lined out to Joey Wendell at short. Horwitz flew out to Davis in center. And then it was up to Matt Chapman. He was the last hope for the Blue Jays here this evening. Three balls and two strikes to count to Matt Chapman. Archie Bradley comes set out of the stretch, and the pitch swung on, hit in the air. This is going to end this thing. Shallow right side of the diamond. Jacob Amaya looking up. He makes the catch. The Marlins go wire to wire. They hammer the Toronto Blue Jays 11 to nothing. 
The Miami Marlins are 42 and 31 here in 2023. Nelly, what an impressive performance here tonight. It was, and it all started with Brian Hoeing. You know, you didn't know what you were going to get out of him. You got Marlins blast the Blue Jays. First of a three-game set here tonight. Nelly mentioned this before he hit the road. This is an opportunity now, as impressive as the win is here tonight. You've got a chance to win a series. You got two cracks at this thing now to take a series from the Toronto Blue Jays who walked into Lone Depot Park tonight, 39-34. and 34. Now, they're buried in the American League East, but they're a good ball club. And the Marlins handled their business accordingly tonight. They pound out a season-high 19 hits. They are now 42-31 and 31 this season. Taking a look at the totals from this ballgame tonight, no runs, seven hits and errors, six men left on base for the Toronto Blue Jays. And for the Miami Marlins, 11 runs, 19 hits, no errors, 12 men left on base. The winner tonight is Oscar Brazoban, recently recalled, now 1-1 one one this season. Jose Barrios, the loser, he is 7-5. We played this ballgame, started it at 641. In total, it took two hours and 42 minutes in front of an awesome crowd, folks, on a Monday night here at Lone Depot Park that featured 12,226. Good for every single one of you that are listening to this right now that came out and supported these guys tonight. They deserve your support. It is incredible to see this place, even with 12,000 folks in here. It was lively. It was fun. They were scattered throughout the entirety of the ballpark. And I can assure you, I have asked them, and I know this for a fact, how much your support means to these players. And we ask you, if you have the means to do so, please continue to come out and support this team here in 2023. Offensive standouts tonight for the Marlins. A five-hit game for Luis Arise, obviously incredible. Two hits for De La Cruz, a couple of hits for Jesus Sanchez, a couple of hits for Garrett Cooper, three hits for John Birdie. Jorge Soler was one for four tonight, but he kind of got the entire party started with his two-run home run, that coming in the bottom of the third inning. For the Marlins pitching staff tonight, they punched out 10 Toronto Blue Jays, and that means that $250 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 11-0 win over the Blue Jays. Right, Skip, you always say starting pitching sets the tone. I guess bullpen pitching sets the tone in this case, but Cohen giving you all you can ask for and more, just uh, how huge was his start and how much did it play a role in this win tonight? Oh, my gosh, it was everything. He uh, Four innings, ground ball after ground ball, no walks, pounding the strike zone, felt like he was strike one with every hitter against a really good lineup. The way he did that, um, you know, he had – 60 or so pitches to work with and he was as efficient as you can imagine to give us four innings um gosh really set up for uh you know matchups if we needed it down the road um but you know he was uh he did as as good as we could ever imagine it was awesome does Luis Arais ever cease to amaze you yeah another five hit day uh feels like now every other day he gets five hits pretty incredible uh, Jason just told me that it's like tied with like Ty Cobb any any time you're mentioned with Ty Cobb I think that's pretty special of like how many five hit games in a row or whatever it was but it's yeah and, and they're hard hits too against good pitchers Barry was a good pitcher um so the way he's doing it up the middle when we need it also it's not just you know a blowout game or not a blowout game it's it's pretty special he just set the pitching set the tone today but obviously he's been the catalyst at the top of the order 
And your offense, 19 hits tonight, that's a season high. I know we spoke about this a little bit before the game, but just what can you say about their preparation, the in-game adjustments they're able to make that second time around against Jose? Yeah, I think that's what you, you nailed it, is the in-game preparation and then before the game and then the in-game, uh, the adjustments that you know Brownie and Mabry and Hardy are doing with each hitter. You see them talking about if there's anything that they're doing differently than maybe we thought they were going to do during the game. We laid off some tough pitches to get them back into counts and to our count um, adjustment that you know Slayer made from one at bat to the next. Um, Stallings laid off a, a ton of tough pitches. Birdie, Arise, I mean, up and down the lineup, I think every guy felt really good about their day. Um, De La Cruz, hard hit ball after hard hit ball. Kiermaier's maybe the best center fielder out there, but he deserved more hits. Um, so overall, just a really good day for, for the lineup. Uh, back to Arise, just we talked about what he does on the field, but just him off the field in the clubhouse between his personality and the way he prepares, just what does that do for the rest of the guys in that clubhouse in terms of just what he's able to provide in that aspect? Everything he does is infectious. So his process is infectious. The way he game plans is infectious. His personality inside that clubhouse, he's always upbeat. I mean, I'd be upbeat too if I was five for five every day. But um, but the way he, I mean, the, even the days that he's not feeling great, which is almost never, he's still the same guy in there, super positive all the time. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's across the board just, um, you know, we're very lucky to have him. Would you consider this? maybe one of the more complete games that you guys have had this season all around? I think so, I, especially where we were at with our pitching. You know, we didn't really know what we were going to get out of Ho, being, you know, kind of a spot starter, throwing on him kind of late a few days ago. Um, hasn't really been stretched out too much either. I think he threw 30-something pitches maybe the last time. and or uh, So to double that up so late, you know, put on his plate, really impressive against a again against a really good team so um yeah i think it was a good overall team win everybody contributed in some manner and um yeah just a, a really good night to have brazabon and archie both go multiple innings and only have to use three other guys after hulling to be able to again with the bullpen which we talked about before just being able to have your options yeah no you're right brazabon's been you know we sent him down a few days ago obviously with cabby getting hurt and the conversation was throw strikes. Just you throw strikes, you're 98 miles an hour with really good stuff. You're in the strike zone, you're really good. He showed that tonight against the meat of that order, which has teeth in it. I mean, it's not easy to get through that. And, you know, he showed what he's capable of doing if he's inside the strike zone. So have, having him go two innings of no runs um, was outstanding. JT was really good today as well. Um, and then obviously Archie to close it out. So I, I feel like, you know, all those guys, the way it was set up, are also maybe available tomorrow, which is also really good, um, you know, for us, you know, moving forward. Probably hidden in uh, the success that Luis Arroyo had today, but John Birdie, back-to-back three-hit nights and great defense. Just what does he bring to this team, and what do you like about him over there at third base? Yeah, the offense was great today, obviously, but that ball that Vlad hit was one of the harder balls I've seen. Um, and then when he came in after he made that double play, um, he said he used to be a hockey goalie, so he's used to that. I'm just like, come on, dude. That, that ball was uh, – so it, he said he's been prepping that, for that all the, you know since a kid. But, um, yeah, he's been outstanding since, you know, Siggy's been out um, with his hamstring injury. So um, – but Birdie's been that way the whole season. I feel like I've, I've plugged him in left field, second base, short, 
third base and he's just again he's a baseball player winning player um and yeah the last couple games have been really really good how much credit do you give to your both of your catchers and i just spoke pretty good about them all season they've been pretty good all season but especially in this stretch over the last couple of weeks yeah the, they're you know they're the leader on that field they, they the pitchers trust them and what they put down you see very rare do you see any shake from a from a pitcher and that's credit to Stallings and Fortez the credit really is to Stott and and Beef and Rod and Griffin and Flip and those guys that are diving in on video for hours and hours and watching these um these these hitters hit and trying to figure out you know what each pitcher's game plan is to them that's a lot of work um and you know our analytic department providing some information for us too to to blend in so it's a lot of work and then but the player has to understand it and be able to you know, watch it with his own eyes also and read swings and understand what's working for the pitcher. So a lot goes on in, in that stuff. Um, and for the, you know, Fortez has definitely been growing throughout the year. You can watch him um, navigate a game and Stallings is, you know, he's a, he's a pro back there. So, you know, some three, two counts, tough to get out of some, you know, traffic, some leverage situations a little bit this tonight. Um, they've been really good at. It's good. There was a great crowd today and more beyond the record. There seems to be a winning atmosphere that Miami has been looking for in the baseball team for a long time. What's that speech that you brought to the team that has changed that mindset? I don't think it's a speech that I've made. It's more the players that we've acquired and the staff that we have that has been a consistent message from day one that the expectation every day is to win. Um, I don't think that goes away if you have a winning streak or a losing streak. There's so many games, and every day you walk in, you expect to get better. Win or lose, you try to get better, learn from that day, and, and um, move on to the next day. But there's always learning moments, teaching moments every single day, and these guys have bought in. Our staff has been excellent at prepping them, and um, win or lose, uh, they're in the fight every day, and it feels good that uh, at least they're in the fight no matter what happens. Good stuff right there from Skip Schumacher. Brian Hoeing uh, was in a starting position as he replaced Edward Cabrera, who recently went to the IL. Hoeing went four innings, gave up three hits, zero runs, punched out five. Let's hear what Brian had to say following the win. Your first start since April 30th went pretty well, I'd say. How'd you feel out there? I felt good. Um, I thought going into the game, me and Stallings had a really, really good game plan, and um, we stuck to it. Um, John Birdie with an absolutely great play behind me there in the fourth inning to make that double play. Um, but yeah, I felt good. I uh, mixed the sink around pretty well. Um, with my slider, but um, yeah, it was a good outing. You're more of a contact guy, but you collected five strikeouts. What were you doing to make him swing and miss? Like I said, I think I was just using both sides of the plate with the sinker, um, high and low, and then that was able to open up my slider. I think I had three, three or four strikeouts with the slider. Um, that just goes to the credit with my sinker, and um, Songs did a really good job of calling the game back there too, so I trusted him, and uh, it worked out. When we spoke yesterday, you told me how excited you were just to be there for your team when they need you, needed you. What does it mean to you after the performance that you were able to put up? It's great. Five, game, five wins in a row now. Um, we're playing some really good baseball right now. This is the most fun that I've had playing baseball in a long time. Um, the culture here is um, a winning culture. Um, I think we go into each game now expecting to win. It's really fun to be a part of. And the fact that I was able to just go out there and throw four good innings for our team to give our team a chance to win uh, meant a lot. Confidence-wise, what is now like this do for you? I would say it does a lot. Um, obviously, baseball is a game of highs and lows. You can't get too high. You can't get too low. That's when this game will humble you. Um, but certainly going into the next outing, I will use some of the things I used tonight to uh, – um, use that in the next outing as well. 
your time from the bullpen until it's your start tonight. Is there anything you were able to take from that experience as a reliever into today? Yeah, it's kind of like what Kelly and I talked about when she interviewed me um, in Washington. Just kind of one, one batter at a time, one pitch at a time. Um, sometimes when I start, I kind of get into some trouble just thinking about too far ahead where I just need to be where my feet are and focus on one batter at a time um, and take care of that batter that's in the box. 19 hits from the offense here tonight. Just what's it like just watching what they do day in, day out? It's unbelievable. I think they had some really good at-bats today. I think they weren't chasing down that slider tonight and it put them in really good counts to do some damage, and they definitely did that. Um, it's been fun to watch those hitters, um, just the way they progress throughout the whole year, and um, it goes to show that you know when you hit like that, it, it makes it a little bit easier to win games. Arise specifically, another five-hit game. Just what's it like watching him, and how happy are you that you don't have to look cold against him? It's unconscious. Like it, You can't make this stuff up. I was telling one of my buddies, like he's doing stuff in the big leagues that people would do like in the league baseball, like hitting 500, 400. Um, you don't see that here. And the fact that he's able to do that now in June, um, it's, it's awesome. And it's, it's just honestly, it's a joy to be a part of and see that in person every single night. We are right back at it. It's going to be a 641st pitch from Lone Depot Park, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 610. It'll be Yuri Perez who takes the mound for Miami, looking to make it six in a row. The Marlins are 11 games over 500. Folks, Please come out to the ballpark. It's a great time. Catch some good vibes and hopefully another Marlins win. As always, let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 